0: everybody makes mistakes the good ones don't make two the great ones don't make another one like we we talk about champions like when the pressure comes they rise up like they 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 perform better that that ain't true i never wrote good when i had more pressure on me in fact i always wrote worse james stewart never got better when i had more pressure on me the only reason i kept going was because you guys wanted me to I love doing this. I love it. I enjoy it, but I love it even more that y'all love it, so. What's up, guys? You know who it is, your boy JS7, and you know where we at? We at the Rewind Show, baby. Rewind, round 12 from Paula, the last one, baby, where we had Eli Tomac. And Chase Sexton, one point each championship up there. So let's get into it. Rewind Show, round 12, baby. Let's check it out. The 450 class. I mean, I do you need me to explain what was going on? I don't think I need to, but I'm going to. We had Chase Sexton, Eli Tomac, one point. No matter how they finish, just as long as they finish in between, I mean, beating each other. One guy had to beat the other. The other guy had to beat that one. And that was kind of my cues to the race. If I'm Eli, I need to beat Chase if I'm Chase, I need to be the Eli. It was simple as that, but it was 200 degrees at this track. It was 200 degrees out here. So they end up shorting the motos, um, uh, five minutes. So there was a lot of things going on outside of the championship pressure between those two, but I had a chance to speak to Eli the night before he looked pretty calm. It is Chase's one of Chase's favorite tracks. So there was a lot of outside influence. I felt like a lot of outside thing going on. Um, that could possibly leak onto these guys' head. That was throwing them off. Five minutes less, Chase's favorite track, but at the end of the day, those boys went one and two off the start, and it came down to them. That first motor was intense. So right here, Paula, the, the track when they the first race, it was a little bit more open. You know, they had the um, once you went off the start, you hit that chicane. It was a lot more high speed, and it seemed like they they slowed it down. It didn't seem like that. They did slow it down from the first race. And when you start, we'll get into this in a minute, but when you start looking at that, I think that helped Eli, um, with this track, because I always felt like all year long when the slower parts, the, the technical stuff, he was really good. The bike worked well, like when they got rutted and stuff that open speed lean, that's where chase was. So I didn't know that until we got here. And I felt like even still coming here, if chase liked this track, he was going to like this track and be able to, to get, um, you know, get the victory or at least put up a good fight, and they did. So gate drops at the first moto. Guess what? One and two off the start. Nobody else. It came mono mono, and the race was on. And for the first like 15 minutes, you know, you're, you you I'm watching Eli calling the race, and I'm like, dude, he looks really calm. Like he's he's popping his way around the racetrack, has some good lines, and he had the luxury of like sitting back watching Chase. Well, what he saw from Chase was things got real. Championship became reality to him. And he was just making some odd mistakes all day long. Everybody from practice, people were making mistakes. You know, it, it looked like they were having a difficult time with the trackers in practice. It was deep, but it was only deep on the top. It was super hard on the base. So those guys would come in there and they would get into stuff. They would sink down. And all of a sudden they would hit this hard bottom that was slippery. And they were just making a lot of mistakes on there. So in the first moto Chase was over jumping stuff, uh, washing the front end. He had a couple of like moments on there, but everybody, if anybody, even including me, if I would have been in that situation, I probably done the same thing. The best scenario was to be where Eli was because Eli saw that and Eli was fast in practice, probably had his best qualifying in both practices, um, that he had all year. And so you just got the sense of like, he was waiting, um, waiting, letting this thing, you know, wear on. And since it was so hot, The race was going to heat up between what he was going to do and, um, the temperature. And it did. And about like, you know, I think it was about five minutes left Boy, he got around chase in the section that chase was really good. And then the race was on and he was just able to, I feel like when Eli got around chase, like he was, he was able to just continue doing what he he was doing previously. Like he didn't pick up the pace. He didn't like go into beast mode. He just kept rotting. And Chase was right there, like, and then he would make a mistake. He made a mistake right after the finish line, like a big one with two laps left. And he was just making odd mistakes that was making it difficult for him to get back up on Eli to possibly have a chance to pass him. So as crazy as it was and how much drama it was going into this race, I think it really just came down to the the rider who made the least mistakes and who dealt with this scenario and the whole circumstance of the final race and uh, the championship, and so much on the line, um, which rider dealt with the best of it. Now, when people talked about experience and they, they talk about like Eli being there before and, and having won a couple of these, and, and I guess feeling that pressure and, and being in that situation. Well, I could tell you this, it, it helps, but there's not too many riders ever. All the riders that won championship all the greats in the past that's ever dealt with this kind of scenario on there, like it's literally like if the guy beats you, you lose. That's it. And as I said before, uh, we talked on the pre-race was like I actually think that's better because when I raced Chad in in, in two thousand nine, like when you start going into races and you're like I just need to finish third place, or I just need to finish you start riding differently. Like you go to the gate doing the opposite of what you've done to one, get you there, but your whole career, you're going into protective mode. And I felt like after Eli won that first moto, the hardest race of his season was going to be that second moto. And it was, he just knew he had to get, finish fine Chase. Like he needed to go in there and get second. And so the championship wise and, and with Eli's experience, yes, it's, it did help. I think what saved Eli was that first moto at Ironman. What he did to Chase right there, it was a belief. Something changed in that guy that when he was racing in the middle part of the season and then Chase started winning, Unadilla and, and, and he won Washougal. I know, he still had the red plate at one point. He lost it, but he was still right there. And he was still Eli, that same guy with that same experience. And he tried playing cool, but there was a difference in his riding. He looked more like Chase was like there's just an edginess about him like Eli was riding in the sense of like okay I need to get up front to stop him cuz I think if he gets out he's going to run away where this weekend after that first moto at Iron Man he had his chest out there was just a calmness about him when he wanted to go fast he was able to get it and you can hear it in his voice shoot you can look at the dude he had his when Eli's confidence he's like this yeah. You feel it. Like you feel it. It ain't the guy that's walking in the waffle house with his old lady and his three kids in there knowing he don't want to be there. It ain't that guy on there. It's the guy who's like, hey, like it's I own this. And I just felt like Eli showing up um for that interview we did that Friday night and the way he wrote in practice and the way he looked in that first moto, it was all from um Iron Man, that first moto. And so the experience of course it helped and the lack of experience from chase uh, it hurt but I don't think that was the the cause like if chase would have been there in, um, before because like I said Eli's won championships and but he's never been in this situation this situation so all the experience in the world like yeah we you know how to ride on championship you know what to do and all that but you've never been in this situation so I just think like the Iron Man and Chase felt that like Chase knew that from Iron Man that if Eli believes in Eli and he goes in his beast mode and Eli knew this too is that when I'm on I'm still the best guy in the world no matter what this kid does no matter what anybody I still feel like I'm the best in the world and so he took that in Paula and I guess he went there and he had a little bit of testing or at some point in the last few weeks he's tested so. He's got his bike there. He knew from Paula won. That was him. SV man, or he, before SV, he just won this championship from Supercross. He knew he wasn't ready. So in his mind, he erased the fact, and he let everybody else know, that Paula won. That was just me not being ready. Why? Because I was whooping ass from that Supercross series, and I needed to get ready. And I wasn't ready from that. And he quickly reminded us what happened last year here on there. I won. So I just felt like everything that he was doing had like a little bit of attitude, swag to it, and confidence. And so that first moto, when he's watching Chase make these mistakes, when he saw how much faster he was in practice than Chase, it just it just bled on into that first moto. And I honestly think Eli getting and being in second off the gate was perfect for him. So, hey, both of these guys rode good. Both of these guys, you can't take anything away from Chase. I know I'm talking about Eli because he won a championship, but Chase stepped up this year. I mean, you you can't take anything away from these, this kid. Like, I always felt like what was going to happen here, like either one of them was going to make a mistake. Chase fallen 15,000 times that second moto. Like, well, I expect him to fall that many times. Like, if the kid wanted to win, like, what what do you expect? Like, he 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 made a mistake and... In the TV call when he came out, it looked like he looked over on there. And just from like me as a rider, what happened, how he fell, it didn't make sense. I'm like, okay, he looked, he comes out there, he slides out, and his head turns. So I thought he looked over because I'm like, dude, how did you make that kind of mistake going over that jump? Well, I was wrong. Like he didn't look over. And now I started breaking it down. I could, I could tell you what happened. Chase goes in there, and he drops in that corner. He makes that left. He comes out he loses the rear end now as a as a racer, we all know like when you hit neutral you're going in a straight line you hit neutral what happens your body falls over the front or you come out of the corner and all of a sudden you hit traction what happened you you launch you, you you fall back so what happened was when I'm watching this chase comes out that corner he loses the rear end now it was it was pretty tight in that situation like coming out of that corner and before you start going up that hill. So you have to start like getting ready for going up that hole where he ended up falling at. So when Chase loses that rear, and I think he was thinking that once he hit that, he was going to be in the same position momentum-wise, his body position, he kept everything the same as if he didn't lose the traction. So he gets up and he starts leaning on the front. Well, once, once he's losing that traction, his, you can tell like his rear end, it starts spinning, like he's spinning up. But he's leaning on the front. And so he's expecting the bike to continue the same momentum as if like nothing would happen. But as I said, like when you hit neutral, your, your body falls forward. So when his rear end's spinning forward and he's sitting on the front thinking that the bike's going to continue with him, he hits that hole and he just full on like the bike's not moving as quick as he's expecting. He falls over the front. And so that's why when I was watching the broadcast, you can't see that. Um, in real life when he loses, when he comes out and he loses rear end, it looks like he looks over. but in fact, he slides out and then I'm like trying to figure out like well, why would that happen? Like the only thing I can think of he, he lost concentration um, and then he and then he hits that bump, that bump comes up quicker. Well then when we watch the replay, he comes out loses rear end and his his momentum's not as, as he doesn't have as much momentum as he has in the previous. And he's leaning on the front and he just falls over. His hand comes off or almost comes off and he slams. Real like weird, weird crash. But when you start rewinding, you break it down, it makes sense. I just think there was so much going on in the situation of knowing that, hey, I got a chance. Eli's not right here and just not, I wouldn't say not being focused, but I I think there was just so much stuff going on uh, with Chase now having a chance with Eli being behind him, knowing that, okay, I might be able to, like him getting up the second, he probably will, but this is my opportunity, that when he lost the rear end, he really wasn't paying attention to like, um, what was happening, and I think that's why I caught him off guard so much. So, you know, my mistake on the the look over, it was just an odd crash, but once I watched it again, I saw what happened, and it was all because he lost traction, and he was preparing his body to hit that little hump like he has been in the past with the same amount of momentum. He's got to be on the front. And the bike wasn't moving as quick because he was spinning up and he just falls over the front. From that point on, the second crash is because of what happened on that first one. You get up, you see Eli in front of you. You're like, dude, I just threw this thing away. But I still got a chance. And I just think like some of his crashes and, and losing – um um, losing the front end or just having these weird fall over crashes. I just think like once he got up from there, he saw Eli in front of him. He still knew he had a chance, but there, it was like everything hit him at once. Like the best scenario is where he was previously. He makes this mistake on his own. He gets up, Eli's in front of him and then he goes in the section and then he loses it again. He falls over again. Now granted, it it's not like he was riding good all day. I mean, He was riding good all day considering the situation in championship, but he was making a lot of mistakes. So I think if he was in Eli's situation where, of course, that I just kind of maybe threw this thing away, but if he felt good all day, I think he'd have been more calm and been able to like, just pull it back together and know, all right, I'm still good. I can get back here. It's early in the moto. I'll be fine. But the fact that he was making mistakes all day long, I think it just threw him in the spin where he needed to like move forward. And I think he was just lapse of concentration. He loses the front end. And when I used to work with Chase, I used to always talk about this. Look, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. The good ones don't make two. The great ones don't make another one. So you can't turn one mistake into two and you damn sure can't turn it into three, especially in this situation. But I'm not mad at the kid and neither should you. And he should hold his head up high. I know for him just like all of us, like it's all about right now. And he knew if he had a sit, if he had a chance to win that championship still, it was set up for him in that second moto. And so when it becomes like what you did and you lost this and I like you made the mistake, it's gonna eat at him. But the kid real good all, all year long. And previously I talked about, Eli's been thinking about tomorrow a lot. I think that was all because he thought maybe this guy would come out, like he would make more mistakes. The, the pressure would get to him. He's been there before. He's Eli Tomac. Chase hasn't been there. And Chase is still strong. And then what happened this last moto and what happened all day long, him not riding good, you got to expect that. No champion really rides good on, their, on when there's more pressure. I know I never have. Like we, we talk about champions, like when the pressure comes, they rise up. Like, they 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 perform better. That, that ain't true. I never rode good when I had more pressure on me. In fact, I always rode worse. James Stewart never got better when I had more pressure on me. But what I did, I stayed more like myself on there. And I think that's the difference. People, when they put pressure on you, like, when guys are nervous, Tiger Woods talks about, it, like, he's worried about shanking the ball on the last shot for a championship. He ain't worried about, it, like, okay, I'm going to stick this thing in three feet. That's what he wants, but he's worried about shanking the ball. When I'm winning the race, I got it up front. Last thing I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about stalling the bike. I'm literally thinking about stalling the motorcycle, like, oh, just don't stall the bike. Really? Yeah. So pressure makes you do all kinds of things, but as I said, like champions, we stay more like ourselves. When you've been there before, you don't ride better, you just ride more like who you are, where others... When they get in that situations, they ride even less than what they are. So when you put each other, if I kind of stay the same and you ride 50% less than what you are because of the circumstance, then it makes it look like I stepped my game up. In reality, Eli wasn't like, it wasn't the best i seen Eli rode. Um, wasn't the best i seen Chase. And I said that before, they'll probably ride worse than they have all year long. Like at this race, sure. Eli was tight, but watching Chase not be like Chase, helped Eli stay more like Eli, if that makes sense. And so at the end of the day, like the the guy, he handled the pressure and and chased it somewhat as well. But all these crashes at the end of the day, he knows he's got to own it. He, it was on him. He didn't beat Eli at first moto. Eli beat him. And then so the second moto, it, it was on him. But at I, I expect that. Like, I, I really do. Like, the kid wanted to win. I mean, shoot, he was going for it. When he was trying to pass Christian Craig, same as the other ones. You know, he went down. Like, he fell. Kids trying to win. Dude went two seconds faster than everybody else that second moto. He did a 224. Eli did a 226. Dude was rolling, but you had to spec going that fast, something was going to happen. And it did. So, game over. Game over. Simple as that, people. Game over. Eli Tomac. You just got to give the kid credit, dude credit, little Johnny credit, everybody credit, star racing, Bobby Reagan, like that whole race team, his mechanic. When you hear those guys talk, they talk about we, we, we. I know it's Eli out there riding and ultimately it's up to him to either blow up or blow everything else up like it falls on him, but there's a lot of people that goes into Eli being Eli, Chase being Chase. There's a lot of people from the bus driver making that food, from the old lady making sure she got milk and food for that bus driver to make that food, for the bus driver to make sure he got your gear bag and you there at the racetrack so you can go and be with your mechanic, from the truck driver making sure your mechanic and your bike shows up at the track, from the team manager making sure your mechanic and your bike shows up at the track from the team manager doing everything, signing you up, doing everything. There is so much that goes on for this guy to come out here, all these guys to come out here and do what they did. So when you hear us talk about we, I know it's I up there. I I screwed up. I crashed. And I always say too, you, I need to believe in what I'm doing. I need to believe in the people I hire to do what I need to do. But at the end of the day, it's because I got a group of people that I believe in that's going to help me be who I am. And that's why we say we, because as much as Eli's in this, his, his wife, his girls, his family, his dad, his trainer, his mechanic, his bus driver, if he has one, his truck driver, Bobby Reagan, everybody has a big part. They're so important at what they do, and all those little pieces add up to what does it add up to is that this dude has won the 2022 Supercross Champion. This dude won a SB. This dude won the 2022 Lucas Oil Motocross Championship, and this dude is going to win the one thing that we all want to win, which is hit it for him, Suntan, next on fire. Sun next on fire. That was for you, Eli. Congratulations. Dominant season. Dominant. Now, I almost said last weekend that, you know, Chase, you know, he had just as many wins as you did. And he did until he didn't. And he didn't. in this weekend, just like this shirt, this is Chase trying to put the quarter and play the game. And the game says game over and the game's over. Because Eli Tomac said, "I'm in it. I'm unplugging this thing. This is my world. This is my world. And for 2022, it is his world." Dude had a great season. Great season. It was fun calling it. It was fun being a part of this. But at the end of the day, and this is the end of the day, this cat, that cat, no, that cat, no, that cat, that cat on that TV. Eli Tomac is the champ. And there ain't nothing left to say besides that. Congratulations. Ultimate third degree neck burn. Now, my black ass, I'm burnt from being there. It was, it was hot as hell in that truck. But damn, it was awesome watching. So, Chase, great job, buddy. Stepped up. Honda, all y'all win the championship with Jet. Put effort in. bite looks better. Ken Roxon doing what you did. You even got it. German Chocolate got him a win this year. El Hambre, good job, buddy. Everybody stepped up. Hell, my brother, he was there. Even the mannequin. Actually, the mannequin didn't show up. this day. It was too hot to be in that costume. But all these guys. Alex Martin, see you, man. Good watching you. Dean Wilson, good seeing you out there. Got a chance to talk to you. All these guys, man. This was a great season for all of us. So everybody stepped up. So everybody, I'm looking forward to 2023. We'll get those picks in when we get those picks in. But it was a great season. Thank you, Chase. Thank you, Eli. And congratulations again. From here at Bubba's World, on the Rewind Show, baby. Champion 2022, Eli Tomai. Uh Jane was doing a really, really great, great job. And really had a really phenomenal career, man. You shouldn't be ashamed about anything, brother. You brought the sport where it should be today because you know Jeremy Graff You know he was doing his thing, and all of a sudden you popped in the game. And then next thing you know, I guess this kid right now he's uh, trying to put in, uh, make a name for himself. Dennis Rodman was in the building, people. Dennis Rodman, and he wasn't dressed like a woman. It was actually Dennis Rodman, black from the future, Oh, maybe black from wait. He was just. Back, I don't even know what, I don't know why he was there, but he was there. Now the two hundred and fifty class, we had Jet Lawrence coming in here, and it was pretty much sewn up. Like he, I felt like, and everybody else knew he was going to win the championship. I mean, he needed to finish thirteenth in that first 12th to thirteenth. Um, if Joe won or his brother won, I think it was just Joe at at one point. He needed to beat and. So we all felt like it, there was drama in there because it wasn't sewn up, but he was going to get it done. And once he pulled the whole shot, it, I, it was pretty much wrapped up. I mean, I I, I never thought Jet was going to come in here and even do what he did at Unadilla. And even with those crashes, he ended up seventh. So unless the bike blew up both motos, um, he was going to wrap this thing up. So he pulled the whole shot. His friend Joe's right there. And I think Hunter's like fifth or sixth and and stuff. So considering Jet's record here, that he's never lost, even if Joe got around him and Joe was riding really good, I mean, I think one of the best I've seen Joe ride all all year, I was thinking, all right, watching the broadcast, I think Jet looks a little tight. He, he didn't look that great in practice, but when I started looking at the hole, everybody was making a lot of mistakes. The best person I looked all day was actually Eli. Um, But they were just making a lot of little mistakes. And then I I got to talk to RJ and asked him, like, the track looks, it's deep, but it's slippery on the bottom, right? And he was like, yeah, it really is. So it made sense why guys were like hooking up, you know, like spinning and hooking up and sliding out. And that's what Jet looked like. Even though he was faster than practice, he like he struggled. So the first moto, he's holding Joe up. He's holding Joe up. And he just looks uncomfortable to me. So I'm thinking like, all right championship uncomfortable track you know like hey he's gonna Joe's gonna get him well every time Joe got close you know Jet would pick up the pace and hold him off and then didn't look like he's cruising again so I was kind of getting confused I'm like all right you know no big deal like I figured Joe would get around him and Joe was trying to be nice like he went in to go past him um, and he gave him a lot of room he could have got around him a couple times, but he didn't says, friend, he don't want to do nothing. And then um, Joe, they they start battling, you know, they're slowing each other down. And then Hunter comes up. Hunter comes up. And when you watch the race, I even said on the broadcast, it's not like Hunter's faster than Joe. He's not. I mean, I felt like Joe clearly was faster than both of them. But I don't know how much faster Hunter was than even Jet, if he even was. But when they slowed each other down, like he would catch up a lot. But when they didn't, they were just riding. Hunter would just stay where he was. So the only way Hunter could catch them, it was if they were slowing the pace down. Jet or Joe were trying to pass each other. Well, Hunter got there, and then he tried for a couple laps, and then they were kind of like pull away or whatnot, so, or he would make a mistake. So the last lap comes um, into this thing, or next last lap, and they come down this hill from to the top. Now Hunter is not that close, but where Joe, because it's his friend, and I think he sensed that Hunter wasn't right there. And the only way you'd be able to make a pass, if you did what Joe, uh, what Hunter did, which is go wide open down that hill out of control, that's the only way you make a pass. But I mean, you wouldn't do that, right? Like, you know, you wouldn't do that. Well, he did. So I think once Joe went, he went down the middle part of that track. And like I said, the only way you make that pass, even on the inside, if you do what Hunter did, what Hunter did, what Hunter did, and he hit Joe. Oh, boy, he hit Far East. Because it was like, bam! He was like, shook. Now, us on the broadcast, we was like, huh? Oh, oh there's the friendship zone. Like, damn! Like, he hit him. Again, I wasn't expecting him to actually like, Pass him right at that point because he wasn't that close and he just went down that hill now do i think he went in there intentionally uh, yeah he did he went in there intentionally but i don't know if he went in there like gangster style like el Hambre went in there like it's over it's time to go night night i don't know if he went down that because dude he was out of control like he got the one kick and then he got the other kick and then he decided to blast Joe. He kicked it in again, blast him off. His hand came off. So it was aggressive as hell. And even Joe said, it. he was like, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's questionable. I don't know about the pass. Um, I don't think it's called a clean pass, but. It's questionable. Real questionable. partial style questionable. But for people get all hyped up and say he was trying to kill him. Maybe he was. I don't know. He didn't. He almost did. I don't think he had that intention in there to like do it that bad because he almost crashed himself. But the intention was to do what he was going to do. He was going to make an aggressive pass to pass. him. So I don't care what anybody says. Don't let anybody fool you and say, well, I didn't mean to do that. Okay, my intentions go in to do that. I just didn't think what I was going to do was going to be that that bad. And it was. And it wasn't, it wasn't a good look, really. It wasn't a good look. It wasn't a good look. I'm just gonna keep it honest over here. I like them boy. I like him. I just had a conversation with him. I like Joe. I even like Joe even more after what he did that second motor. That boy whooped ass. It should be don't piss Shimoda off any mo. Don't piss Far East Coast off no more. That boy rode with a vengeance. He was silent. He was like Bruce Lee. Like he was like them old old videos, movies, where they ain't got no, it's just all captions, no, nothing, no sound, just night, night, Joe whipped ass at Sakamoto, it was great, so, and then once Jet won championship, I'm like, all right, like me, and Jason, we didn't even say it at first, he didn't say it at first, because we were like, still confused at what he just did, like, damn, he just blasting him, and he was looking back, and I'm like, yeah, he just won championship. And he was pissed. He was pissed. He was like, like why didn't y'all tell me? Why didn't y'all tell me? So, Yeah, no, it's, it obviously feels great. I'm still a little bummed. I wish I would have knew it was Hunter, but I heard he got in second on that last lap. So, uh. Looking at Jet, I was thinking it was just more of a championship. He wasn't riding good. Well, after hearing him, I, I think he was just trying to slow the race down so Hunter can catch up. And then when Hunter did what Hunter did, it just wasn't a good look. Now, some say, like, hey, he's he was blocking him. I heard that from a bunch of different people. Like, you know, he was really, like, blocking him to that point. There was a point where, I mean, even Jet said he was looking around for Hunter. I don't know from what it looks like and what they are saying if he was, like, intentionally, like, what I guess I would say Eli did to Um, Dungy at Vegas a few years ago like doing that kind of blocking that's what the rumor was but nonetheless he was slowing the race down to get to his brother I don't know if he knew his brother did what his brother did was gangsta I told you that boy had a little he had a little fire in him that's what style said like style saw that style was like yeah 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 yeah. he saw that "Ah!" he was like "Ah, okay and his daddy was like boy don't take your ass on here what you doing messing with these boys? that's what I saw I told you he had a little fire on him so now the world knows now the world knows so at the end of the day Joe I think I think they made Joe mad and I think they maybe created five East Coast to, uh, to, he gave him some confidence that dude rode that dude rode that second moto so Joe I'm gonna give you a neck burn for the hell of it because that was that was that was fire hit it for him Cole. Sun suntan next on fire But at the end of the day, just like it has been all year, just like, yep, he's been the best. And he he looked good. He looked good. He looked good when he didn't look good. But just like all of them, when you're like, ah, such and such moto, but Jet wins the overall, that's what ended up happening. Jet Lawrence, you the 2022 champion again, back to back, like that old Drake, son, back to back. Going back to back, to back, back. feeling back, back to back. And Give what he's gonna going get, he's gonna get back to back. back to neck burns! Hit a form I'm call! Suntan. Next on fire. Congratulations, champ. You did it. And you got to meet Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. He didn't say I don't know if he said you need a statue. He said me, so I felt like I won. Give me a, i won a neck burn. Hit me, hit me one. James Stewart. Hit a form call. suntan Neck's on fire. Damn, my neck was on fire. I got to meet Dennis Rodman. That was cool. He said I need a statue. That's, that's, that's neck burn worthy right there. I don't care what you said. Sorry. Um, but Jet, you the champ, man. You the champ. I know you are pissed off that they didn't tell you that your brother was behind you you are going to let him by. But good thing you didn't let him by because that means Spot East Coast would have got the overall, even though y'all blasted him ass. I think he's still flying. He was like an Alex Martin like He's still flying, people. But Joe picked him up. And he said, I ain't average no more. And he got back up and he gave y'all the business, Second Moto. But you the champ, your day. It was great. So that was 250 class. All right, people. And that was 450 class. And those are your champions, Eli Tomac, Jet Lawrence, y'all deserve it. Stepped up. Chase Sexton, Hunter, Shimoda, Cooper, thanks for you, you look better that Second Motor, Captain America. I feel good. I feel good. Even this kid on the Stasick over here, he won him something. Hell, he wanted himself. Danger boy. He looked better this weekend. It was good on there. He knows. he's got to continue growing. But hell, when he hit that bump, and his booty got smacked up and his feet was flying because he wanted to get past Hymas again. That's all we want to see. That's that's all we want to see, that fight. That's your future out right there. Them two kids are going to be battling for the future in the future. So good to see him back. He knows what he's got to do. They all know what they got to do. Right now, it was jet it was eli all right people we'll be back <coughs> whoa shit my lips got stuck together i was like yeah i was like shimoda and hunter just stuck the hell was that <laughs> you know what time it is we we'll take a little quick break in stews and stews first commercial break i think i said that just just cut the goddamn camera off. cut the camera cut the camera what's up guys it's your boy, James Stewart. You see this shirt I got on? Now, I know we all a family. We all will be coming out here. Everybody wants to be a part of Bubba's World. I wanna be a part of it. Well, if you want to, make sure you click on this link because you can get this shirt. At least you can get this far. We got a bunch of things coming in the future, some exciting things, and I know you send in your videos. Maybe you can end up on the show that way, but if not, always make sure you get this pretty shirt, black and white, and some more coming soon. Click this link right here. Go get yours. all right people you know what time it is my favorite time your favorite time it's definitely gonna be our favorite time today. day stews and stew now just as we done all year long all year long we're gonna we're gonna be happy we're gonna ease into it but it's kind of like a special version of stews because it's championship championships tuesday whatever that is it is well it is tuesday and it was championships today so it's gonna be championship stews okay Eli Tomac, of course, there's no debating it. Yeah, I know we saw Beast Mode. We saw him at some point. Yeah, we saw the alien. We saw him at some point. We saw a guy that was struggling at some point. We saw that awkward kiss in Supercross at some point. But what we did, and I don't know if all of us saw it, and I guess I didn't because I thought you were going to be out when you hurt your knee. And I didn't pick you. I'm sorry, Eli. I'm sorry. It wasn't, wasn't personal. I just thought you were going to take some personal time, get your stuff fixed up. But, and I picked Jason Anderson. Then I switched and picked my boy, Dungey. He's still racing, people. He's still back there. I'm going to give him a stew because he came back and he showed out and then he went home, I think. But Eli Tomac, what we didn't see coming was another title, another dominant title. And I, yeah, you know what? You are three time, now he's four-time champion, I believe. Um, motocross champ, you won this thing before, and you won this thing before, and you won this thing before, now you won this thing again. It was possible. And I know it went all the way down to the last moto. Went down to the last moto, literally the last moto. You won your NASP. you won your Supercross title, now you won your outdoor motocross champion. So Eli Tomac, you are a super stew. You a super stew. No damn default. Don't even put no D in this one. You a super stew. And now, Jet Lawrence, championship stews. Of course, you're going to be on there. You won like nine, nine of these things nine, ten, uh, something. You won a lot of them. And sometimes you win them with a two, two. One, three, no, three. Sometimes your brother smacking people about to fight, veggie mites going all over. Sometimes you gotta take out your best friend. Hell! I' take out Mama for a victory. Uh, yeah, of course, I'll take my friend out for a second. Hell, that's what we did. These boys want to win, or even they want to win to get second. But Jet Lawrence, you was better than the rest, and even though your bike blew up one time because you was hot, you were on fire. You a stew on championship stews now, all that so Eli told Jet Lawrence but this is the main one this is the one that means dear to my heart, right here you the fans all the support, support me in this show, yeah it was it was a hope and we started this thing in January in Supercross and we got through all that and then we, we kept going for the outdoors I, I'll tell you one reason The only reason I kept going was because you guys wanted me to. I love doing this. I love it. I enjoy it, but I love it even more that y'all love it. So all of us out there, Cole, Cole Beach on there, hit him with a neck burn for yourself, Cole. Suntan, neck's on fire. Gotta give Cole credit, all these graphics and all this prettiness. I look so good. It's because of this guy, so he's a stew. But it really comes down to Roger Larson 7. Thanks, Rog. Help me out, do this. Where you at? Wrong show, sorry. He'll get us to on, on the podcast. But this Rewind show, we got to a full season. We got to a full season and it's been fun. Some of the greatest racing we've seen all year watching these guys do this stuff. But it, heartfelt, I want to say thank you to all the fans, the subscribers, and all the love from the industry. It is good to be back and i'll be back as much as y'all want and more y'all click more y'all show the love more you want me to keep doing this just say it just say it because i'm i'm here because of you i love doing it but if it wasn't for you guys i wouldn't be doing it like this so thank you so much jason wagon thank you it was a pleasure working with you fondo all the tv people thank you so much now i will say this people T V guys, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of stuff going on. And they try, I hear them in the thing, like they try to do stuff so they, they can no commercial break. They really are fans of sport. They try to do what it was. And I ain't saying this because like I'm like, hey, like I got skin in the game. I don't even think I'm gonna get hired. Hell, I don't know. I don't even know if they know what they're doing. So I ain't got no play into this, but I I do know how much they try because I, I hear the insight and even though sometimes they talk and they mess me up when I'm talking. you're like, damn, can y'all just shut up? They are trying for us. So everybody, those cameramen, what you didn't see this weekend was a camera just go straight up and just point to the sky. Why? Because it was hot as hell out there, people. And those cameramen were standing out there filming this action for y'all. So as hot as we were and hot as we were in that booth because the AC was so hot. It said, I'm done. It fell out. Literally, it fell out. It was about 200 degrees in that truck. Even when Dennis Rodman, you saw how he had his hat, hat, you know, unbuckled. And when he said it's hot as hell, I bet he walked outside and he said it was cooler outside than it was in truck. But nonetheless, all the TV people, thank you so much. Mav TV, Float TV. Wow, who, who else on there? Who, I mean many the TV thing. Damn. Peacock. What? Shoot. Shimoda. YouTube TV. What? I don't know. Prime TV. HBO. NBC. No VC. CBS. I don't know. All them channels. Whatever one y'all watching on Thank you. Thank you for calling me. And again, but for reals, Eli Tomac, Jet Lawrence, and y'all, the fans, seriously, that's a big stew to me. I appreciate it. dear to my heart. If you want me to keep going, just let me know. But I enjoyed it. It was fun. And hopefully, they'll call my black ass again to come up there. But the only reason they called me was because of you. Seriously. No, I'm not joking. They really did call me because of you. So thank you. Thank you. All right, that was that. Play that that sad music, like get a tear going. Now we about to switch gears. Stood, pissed off, hostility. Pissed off because you just realized you got a herniated disc from some dude blasting you off of the Champs Elysees to the Eiffel Tower. Next thing you know, you ended up in New Mexico. I don't know where you at, but you there. Like my back hurt. People, you know when your back hurt, you know when your back hurt, everybody, it's a bad day. You can't ask no man to do anything when his back hurts. Hell, his back hurts. Can he walk? Pissed off because you're like, man, I thought we were friends. I thought we were friends. And then we was not no more friends. Pissed off because you got blasted. Not like El Hanbe, like he showed it to you, like. When he was going to pass Christian over there and Christian was going to hang on, then I said, hey, if you want to see your kids tonight, you better let Alhambra go. And he did. He thought better. Not that kind of. Yeah, Christian knows better. Alhambra is coming up here. You want to see your kids? Well, you need to let Jason go pass because he's up here. He's moving forward. <laughs> pass because you were going down. You're like in the middle of the track. You're like, ain't nobody going to come down there. It's a bio. That kind of stu... Stew. My lips almost stuck together again. So hold on, people. All right, we back now. I had a lot of these lips up. It was dry in California. It was hot as hell out there. Hot everywhere. Stu. Let's get into it, people. All right, first Stu is Hunter Lawrence. I know you're like, wait, wait. It should be the other guy, Shimoda. That should be Stu. Nah, he might get there, maybe. I don't know, but we're here right now. Hunter Lawrence. Now, your brother won the title. Damn. You wanted to be you, your older brother. You the older brother, but the younger brother got you. Damn. All right. All right. Now, we were doing the interview and web said you almost won like nine times. Damn. almost had nine of these things, but I didn't get it. I'm stewed. Is that why you stewed? Is that why I put you on this list? Nope. Nope. And these two are going to correlate people. So hang on with me. You stew because this next dude, you did to him. You stood because you woke up. I don't know if you woke him up. It's like that volcano or tidal wave over there, in Japan, like another reactor went off and you woke up far East Coast. Now we know Joe has been fast. We know Joe's gotten better this year. But what we didn't know was Joe. Might not be nice, Joe. No mo. You can't just do that to little average. He, he's not above average people. He ain't average. I, so it ain't. I'm gonna have to come up with a different name for him. But you done pissed him off. So you're gonna be stewed because you done pissed him off by blasting him off. And he came back and blew y'all off or blew y'all up, whatever. So you stew a future stew because I think you done something to old far east coast. That might gave him more confidence. I going to go into that. So Hunter Lawrence, you stewed, and if you don't know, you stewed. You stewed, but maybe you have a chance to fix that next year. Saying, I know you got a chance. Now next one, Far East Coast, Mister Shimoda, Joe Shimoda. Now you're not stewed because the way you rode. You know you had a great year. You finished second. You got your first victory. Now, the Supercross didn't go where you wanted at, so maybe you would have been astute on that. But you came out to outdoors and kind of woke all of us up. And then you're going down the hill. You're like, dude, why does this guy keep cutting me off? Oh, no. Are we going to play Xbox, man? I ride together with him. I hit the scrub with him at Bud's Creek together with him. They my friends, right? They my friends. Bam! Bam! You was like flipping, I know you got up, you're like, whoa, did like a laugher just come flying off this? Did I just get shot? Wait, wait, I, I know this didn't just knock me down. I'm Shimoda. We friends. We friends. Damn, you got blasted, son. But what they did, all day they blew you open, they blew something else open, they blew that door open for Shimoda Beast Mode, Bruce Lee Roy Shimoda. I have to come up with, I can't think of it quick enough. But Joe Shimoto, you stoop, but you stoop. That makes you a super stew. because that was tremendous, tremendous performance of that second moto. It's like Karate Chop Kid thirty. Now I don't know if y'all 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 know. Not like the new Karate with, you know, Mister Slap Son. You know, not that Karate Chop. I'm talking about the Senjai. That one, because he came out with a wah, da, wah, ah, and whooped ass that second motor and it was solid. Even when he got on the podium, it was like one of them, like, yeah, I don't even know about that that pass. I don't agree with it. It's like one of those ones that you like, damn, I ain't messing with that cat. It's like for real, the way he came out that second motor, is like a gang member at the bar and he's a little tipsy, and he sees this skinny little dude over there. That this skinny dude happened to be an MA fighter, and he's like, Whoop, what? And he's waking up and he wakes up and he's like, yo, what happened? And this girl's like, hey, honey, hey, honey, you just got knocked the hell out. Well, that's what happened that second Y'all was like bumping, y'all was jumping, dude. Y'all was jumping, dude. Y'all, y'all hit him with a one-two-one one punch combo. Came back out. You thought his shoulders hurt. That dude knocked y'all out. And he got on there like, oh, that's a questionable pass. I don't really agree with it. But it was a good win. Got knocked that bitch out. Show motor, you stewed, but you stew also. So that was that. And then Chase, I know you stewed, son. I know you pissed off. You pissed off because, like, maybe Jay said you looked over. I was wrong, so maybe I should be stewed for that. But it looked like it. I was like, dude, how, how the hell did you end up like this on there? And I had to break it down. Then I'm like, oh, okay, I got it, I got it. When we actually see it, it was like, damn, you looked over, you got a little fog, and you freaking almost fell over the front. I saw you lost a little traction in the rear end and momentum wasn't the same. You leaned on the front. You got, and then you got stewed. Okay, I got got it. I got it. I got it. So I know you stewed, but you shouldn't be. I know. So I'm going to put you on the list, but don't be stewed too long. I know it's If You're going to be pissed. Always think about what I just did. I just did. I just screwed up. So that's why you're on here. But hell, you had a good year. So you stewed. You stewed. You wanted the other one stewed. You wanted that championship stewed, but you, you good, kid. You good. Just keep going on but I know you pissed. So Hunter Lawrence, what you did to Far East Coast and Far East Coast, you stood because of what Mr. Veggie might. they jumped you, son. They jumped you, but they didn't realize you was like a secret karate chop kid. What the die? And you busted him for you. you knocked him out. The second motive, dominant. And then Chase Sexton, you stood because hell, you just crashed like 18 times on there, but hey, you going for a championship. You were going for a championship. What do you expect? I expect somebody to die tonight. I expect some crashing tonight. I did say they were going to get aggressive people and they should take each other out, but I I didn't think I was talking about 250 class. They really took each other out. But again, all right people, that was it. That was 2022 Motocross Supercross. That was it. We did it. We did it. I'm like them riders. We did it. Thank you so much. Oh, man, I, I'm kind of tripping a little bit from what we started in January to say we got to this point. We did all the outdoors, whatever. And then I end up hosting two outdoors this year for reals. The black dude with the dress that they keep thinking of my brother. Damn, I ain't that ugly. I'm just kidding. For reals. I'm like two feet shorter than him. This guy came up to me at the end of the race. He was like, hey, man, sorry, you OK? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of hot in that truck. He was like, you feel all right? Damn, I look that bad? And he was like, I mean, you didn't race that second motor? I was like, you thinking of Malcolm? He's like, I always get that. And he's like, oh, you're a good one. I'm like, yeah, he's pretty good too. Oh, dude, I'm a super fan. Well, if you were a super fan, you wouldn't think I was my brother. So I should have Will Smithed you. But you were checking on me. You thought I was hurt. So, hey, but that guy, he got to host a couple of these outdoor nationals maybe we'll see what happens in the future so thank you so much thank you again for all the team now Jason Wagen, all y'all mainly y'all fans seven Cole beach for putting these graphics on there even though you hit me with that one thing that wah, 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 wah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that thing he lucky people he lucky he lucky it ain't Joe or, or Harry or Tom Dick and Larry he lucky it ain't that cause I almost woo, 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 fired his ass on that one But no, for reals, Cole, got to give him credit. Show looks great. We came a long way, people, and we got long ways to go if y'all want me to. So keep on going. Thanks for all the love. What up, Chad? Good luck over there in the World Supercross Series. I'll see you when you get back. And again, from here at Bubba's World, the Rewind Show, and all the shows across America, all of them, thank you so much. This was a hell of a year. It was fun. And I can't wait to see y'all back. If y'all want me back next year. Until then. Ah. Ah. Thanks, people.